Greetings, troubled listeners, and welcome to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Komen, sitting here with my co-host, the original troubled man for troubled times, future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Renee? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Just thank you for being you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing my you best, know? you know. Um, that intro is always a warm thing to hear. Yeah. Because, you know, when I get home from work, you know, I do my eight hours, and my daughter just says, feed me, and my <laughs> wife just says, where the hell have you been? <laughs> you know, and I've been, I'm trying to earn a living here. Right. You know. So you, when don't, I, you yeah. don't feel you get the, the wraparound love that you get here in the ring room. Yeah, exactly. And we are here again, ladies and gentlemen, the Troubled Nation. And you know who you are. We're here again at the famous ring room. In, Back in the ring room. In, Notorious ring room. Yeah. You know, I had a, a, a future guest, a, uh, someone, uh, he's uh, a guest, uh, what would you call him, a potential guest who was inquiring last night, where is the ring room? I uh, said, it's in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, oh, okay, I get it. It's an undisclosed location. I said, right, yes. Good, I said, yes. So he goes, oh, because I was um, like searching... In you know, Google I, Maps, I couldn't it. find yeah, it anywhere, find and, it you know, anywhere, and yeah. he said, "I thought maybe it was, uh, you know, some some uh, in some hotel bar or something. It right. wasn't listed." Uh, he said, uh, he "said Yeah, I thought it might be a cool place to go." I said, uh, "You know, my family's been here since 1798, and even yeah. I can't get in without Manny Chevrolet." So, <laughs> uh, please, well, um, you know what you could do to this guy? You could just say, like you used to do with you know, play that game as kids, warmer. Warmer, <laughs> cold, 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 cold. Warmer. Well, oh, you're hot. You're so hot. You're so fucking hot. That kind of thing. You could do that to that guy. Yeah. I don't well, know who he is, but he sounds like a character. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll get him in here, and we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll beat the we'll shit reveal. out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Verbally, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how's your week going so far? Um, Any crimes actually, committed under your under your watchful this eye? This past weekend was a good weekend. My uh, my kid, uh, even with the devastation that went on in Florida last week, right? My kid um, was during her fall break got to go to Pensacola with a friend's for a friend's birthday party. It was like these parents and like ten, you know, thirteen year old girls. Oh, okay. But apparently Pensacola didn't get much of the hurricane. What was it, Michael or yes, Joseph Michael, or Michael? Michael, Michael, yes, Michael. There's rats in here, Michael. Remember Deer Hunter? Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. But she got to go, so me and the wife had a four-day fall break also. Oh, okay. Her, you mean uh, break from your daughter? Yeah, break from her daughter. You know, okay. she's 13. You know how the 13-year-olds are. You know, it's just like she doesn't want to hang with us. Yeah, yeah. She, they go in their room. They, they retreat the to the, the iPad and, yeah. uh, and their friends. She doesn't hang with us. They're, I don't want to hang with her, really. You yeah, know, it's so it's like, mutual. Yeah, it's a mutual. The mutual. The feeling is mutual, as they say. You know, <laughs> so it was a good time. You know, I just watched my wife lie in bed, going. <laughs> She's an Irish girl. She drinks a lot of beer. Okay. So she just goes. <laughs> anyway, I think <laughs> a flattering yeah. image. I'm sure she'll yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Well, she she's been listening to the show. She told me that's what she told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she's trying to listen to. It. I think she's got into like two episodes out of okay. the out of the eighty or okay. whatever we've done. I don't know. I right, right, remember. right. Actually, this is uh, I was counting today. This is um, episode uh, twenty eight that we're recording right here as we speak. Unbelievable. Yes, yes. Unbelievable. And they said it couldn't be done. Well, I thought it couldn't be done. <laughs> uh, I was like, this is his, this is his gig. You know, uh, this yeah, is your you know, gig, I, baby. I, I didn't know how to deal you with know, it. Like I, I told you, out. man. You know, I'll wait in my trailer. I come out 
out, say my line, hit right. my mark, hit go back, mark. To, my, go back right. to my trailer. Shut you the know? fuck up. Yeah. Go, go, <laughs> exactly. Was that good for you, go Cecil? Get a, go, go get a uh, yeah. colonic and, uh, yeah. and drink yeah. a fifth of Go uh, hang out with Bill Cosby. Right. I don't know what that means. But anyway, uh, yes. go ahead. Well, that's good. Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, maybe we should get to our guest because he's a very interesting character. He's got a lot to say, a lot on his mind. This guy, yeah. And he's, this is so, someone nation that I think the nation needs to know and well, hear I think from. You probably know him already. Yeah. But you, you know, you're yeah. going to see him. But if and, you don't, you're going to know him after tonight, right, I'll tell you right, that. That's right. It's, it's, uh, What's it's, your name again? So, wait, wait, wait. No, no, come on. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. Renee's got to okay, give you so, a build up here. So, uh, this guest goes way back for both of us. It goes mm. back to, uh, to to my teenage years when uh, you know we were both standing out and outside of the Willow Inn or outside of Jimmy's, you know, selling your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we we're kind of partners in crime. Um, you know, trying to trying to get in, trying to hustle our way into a punk rock show or something. You know. Cool. Um, and then he goes way back, and he's a musician. We played together for you know many years, and and he goes back. To your L.A. days, because he left New Orleans shortly after the period I'm talking about. Right, yeah, I met this character you. through some other rock and rollers in, in the Hollywood scene. That was a late 80s, early 90s kind of thing. So you, uh, and you, you immediately yeah. identified him as a, uh, a kindred spirit, a partner in crime. Yeah, I I thought he was I thought he was fun. Sure, <laughs> I sure. I go. I want to hang with this guy. Yeah, 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 I, I don't yeah, know, yeah. kindred spirit, kindred you know, spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bird, a bird, you know, birds uh, of a feather. You know, he had twenty. I had twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a, sounds, sounds, sounds like a uh, you know, you know perfect, perfect I'll go on over forty with you. That right, was the biggest right. line ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's come up before. <laughs> so anyway, without further ado, he's a fantastic drummer, great Fabulous musician, drummer, yes. producer, singer. Uh, songwriter and a handyman around the house. He is a handyman around yeah, the house. Yeah. Good-looking guy. Chicks dig him. They do. Uh, without further ado, Mr. Carlo Nusio. Welcome, Carlo. Welcome to the Troubled Nation. Oh, hello, Troubled Nation. <laughs> <You can laughs> hello, Renee. You can speak up a little hello, bit, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, God, you know, we've we've talked about you on many to- many previous uh, episodes, and it's so glad we're so glad to have you here in the flesh. Yeah, That's, I, I I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well your I mean, name I didn't is... know I was here in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get fleshy. <laughs> yeah, it's right. uh, you know. Um, so, Carlo, yeah, we've been doing this podcast, and we've been wanting to have you on for a while. But Renee and I are kind of green to this, and uh, but so welcome, welcome, very. It's so it's such a pleasure to have you here. You know, and, after. Uh, Shit, I mean, you guys have been through shit. We've been through shit, yes. and we're I can't all imagine what you're talking. Yeah, about. <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was thinking last night, like we're I feel like we're the mod squad. You know, I was thinking, like which one would 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 we each be? I think you would be Link, Carlo. Oh, definitely. Manny would be that white guy, the 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 dude. I can't remember what well, his name. You'd be Peggy. I would be Peggy Lipton. That's right. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly, that's well, how it would, that's how it would uh, pair. You out. married up at least. Yeah, you know? you right. had a career hey, yeah, after the show. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, as a kid growing up, I got to tell you. You know, I was, you know, I've always been built like a fire plug. Okay. And I used to watch the Mod Squad, and they sure, looked great so show. good. I know. Doing what they did. Yes. And I was like, 
I could never wear pants like that. <laughs> I mean, my, my father used to say, call me no acetal. <laughs> you know? He'd go, hey, no acetal. You know, call me pencil nose and stuff like that. Wow. You know? But, you know, I, I didn't have the figure for the mod squad. Yeah. And, well, you know, it, no, it was more the odd squad lonely. for you, it probably. You feel lonely and left out of any uh, possibility uh, of being a television star. Well, you know, it's always well, an aspiration. You know, it's I could always... see you as welcome back Cotter, one of the sweat hogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My point exactly. There you go. Typecasting. Exactly. Mr. Carter, I got a note. I could see you doing that. They would probably give me one of those uh, parts, you know, there was like one or two people that was always changing every week. Uh Right. Exactly. (laughs) They might pop their pencil on the desk, but they never got to say anything. Yeah, you were were what they call (laughs) the uh, featured extra. Featured extra. Featured extra. (laughs) That's what they call you. Like Murphy Brown, the nut nut of the week. Right. Okay, Murphy Brown. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's, she's it's she's back been on. rebooted, yeah, right? Yeah, she's yeah been that's, re- that's why I'm thinking. I'll, I'll also oh. never watch one of the new ones. I never saw one of the old ones. I never I'm, saw never, one of the old ones either. One ones. Um, well, I, I did in an actress that was one of those weekly guests. Oh, okay. And um, and she unfor- you know, had the unfortunate experience of going on there, playing a schizophrenic and then never being seen again. Oh, uh-huh. And I, was, I would think to myself, oh, Murphy, if you only knew. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I dated a, this girl. Yeah. I, it's real. This is not acting. This I, I, is too close to home. I have a schizophrenic in my life that 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 never goes away. She she she, oh, she refuses yeah. to go away. She's yeah. she's back again. I, I actually received uh, oh, God. N- ninety emails from her this week. Renee, R- Renee has, uh, I guess, a fan slash stalker who we're going to have on this show eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we're having on this show. And we play a game. I'll, sh- I'll we'll, we'll get to it later on. Yeah. In schizophrenia, I got to say many years ago uh nick lowe dated margot kidder okay you know sure yeah. rest her soul right or whoever rests her soul right and uh when they split up i said nick what happened to margot and he said let's just say she's a nice bunch of girls okay <laughs> so he diagnosed her long yeah. before but yeah we can't diagnose the president you know we can't do it oh uh, we can you know they just we, you know <laughs> well everyone yeah. has a yeah everyone Everybody's can got do their, it their you know he's he was uh, ahead of his time yeah he's well okay well so uh you know we, we usually we, we usually right up top right tip top we'd like to uh try to get our guests on, on our good side by presenting them with a uh, Troubled Men podcast sticker. So let me let me give that yeah. to you. Man. And uh, I, I know you already have one, I but let's one. make it official so you can get a second a second, uh, a second issue. You now can I give it to a friend. or mirror in a second place. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you use it to hold something together. Yeah. If you don't have any tape, duct tape, exactly. use that sticker. Um. So, so you have your sticker, and uh, so, so you and Manny met out in, in L.A. and uh, became running partners out there. And this was when you were at Ro- working at Raji's a lot. You're working a lot of different you're places. You playing with Top Jimmy, right? You were doing Top Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I, I played with Top Jimmy a couple times. Yeah, uh, you know, until once I had a previous engagement as an engineer, and, and yeah. Carlos Guitarlos was on. Yeah, the oh, Carlos Guitarlos. And uh, he totally lost his mind on me on the phone. What do you want to be, man? You want to play drums or you want to be a goddamn sound man? You know? <laughs> it was that time when he was going through diabetes, didn't know he had it. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. He was kind of, you know, yeah, kind of make you, make He always long. scared me in a way, that guy, he, Carl. He's, yeah. he's a scary guy. Yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, yes. Okay. But, you know, I don't have much in the knowledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, so, yeah, we met because of mutual 
musician types. And I wasn't a musician. I'm just who I am. I'm just a guy who can make people laugh. Personality. A personality, you know. And me and Dick Rude, you know, we came up with that idea of the Vegas punk rock show, Two Free Stooges. And we were in dire need of a drummer for a, a, new, a week in New York. Uh, I think that was yeah, the first. It was, yeah. Well, I had already mixed you guys. Right, times. we had mixed a song for that movie soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, 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 Not no. Not only no. that, live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clubs. Okay, yeah. We played Rogies. Right, yeah, we played Rogies and we played uh, Club Lingerie a few times. But then we got, because we were hot all of a sudden, we're right, like this hot right, new right, band. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're this hot mm-hmm. new band. And so uh, MTV and the New Music Seminar of New York. Correct. Remember, we like they invited us to be one of their premier acts, you yes, know, right. showcase Woody's, at Woody's. Yeah, Woody's. Yes, mm-hmm. is Woody still there? Do you know? uh, no, Woody's I doubt is it. not there yeah, at all. I doubt it. I, very think, much. I yeah. think Woody. Uh, yeah, I think Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and that's where um, Bobby Cher, our first drummer, who was a fantastic kid drummer. Uh, just quit on us. He didn't want to go, and it was like, well, all of a sudden Xander goes, I know this guy Carlo. Xander Schloss, everybody, says he knows this guy, Carlo Nuccio. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And boom, you're in the band. You play that one week of shows with us. And then I had to make money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you refused to wear a tux, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that part of the gig? Yeah, that was part yeah. of it, supposedly. Yeah, you refer- yeah. yeah. So I didn't even know if you had a tux or anything, but you were supposed to, you know, dress well, you're up. You're speaking of the firing. <laughs> No, I never fired anyone in my life. Yo, actually, you were the one who yeah, fired I know. me. But you because you know why? Because Xander. Xander was such a weak <laughs> <Right>. fucking pussy. <laughs> He's like, I can't. <laughs> I, think, I think right after you fired me. Um, we went out on a 40, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, no, right after you fired me and you said, well, it was Xander. He's the MD, man. You know, yeah. I can't really do much about it. I think, you know, like by the time I got home, I had a message from Xander and he needed a ride. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's how that life went back. Yeah, then. to Carlos's house. Carlos Guitarless's right. house, probably. Right, right, right. You know, spit um, take. Yeah, spit take. Okay. Um, yeah, so we had some good times and, you know, there was some heavy times and. And, you know, we, we, a lot of people we lost in Man, a way. Yeah, but, There were uh, no heavy times. Yeah. Well, not all fun me. and games. Yeah, I think it was all fun and games. Yeah, you know, it was all fun and games until somebody knocks a filling out. Right, right. Right, it, it, yeah. It was the front tooth. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually ran out into you out there purely by, by uh, coincidence or just purely by accident. It was when I was out there uh, doing some rehearsals with Green on Red, which is a job you were offered and turned down. I remember yeah. that. But so, so imagine my surprise when we're we're sitting in uh, in this sushi place, sushi slash karaoke place, and in strolls, and I'm there with the band, and in strolls Carlo Nuzio. Yeah. And we sit down, and and he's having a bunch of drinks with us, and he gets up and sings a tune, karaoke tune, <laughs> and you know we're carrying on for a while, and then. Uh, it's, it's like a big, long banquet table that we have. You know, uh-huh. It's like it's maybe 10, 12 people sitting at the table, and it's, we've been there for hours. It's totally full of, of, Sushi. of drinks, uh-huh. uh, uh, you know, old drinks, new drinks, new drinks full, raw fish. You know, had, and Not the tablecloth and trick. Was Carlo, it one of those sushi tables where you're eating Car- off the girl's body? Car- no, no. <laughs> that, would been, that would have been interesting with what happens. Because then Carlo decides he's a, it's time to leave, but he's going to do the tablecloth trick <laughs> before he leaves. So I'm looking at him. I can't believe that he's going to do this. So he grabs the end of the tablecloth and he yanks it and every single drink goes flying <laughs> 
You know, I've done that probably 30 times. 30 times. <laughs> Did it always, I it go, always ever it. see me do the tablecloth trick? He's like, no, no. And I go, come on, come on. You got to see this. It's great. And then I pull the tablecloth. Every piece of glass breaks. And I go, never could get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these poor Japanese people hustled you out of there. Oh, yeah. Pronto, man. <laughs> yeah. And, I, yeah. and then, then you leave. And I turned the back to the van. And I was like, yeah, it might have been best that... <laughs> He, he turned the gig down. Yeah, that was actually Steve Wynn's 30th birthday. Oh, okay. Wow. That's what that was. Wow, okay. Well, that makes and sense why you were there because he's friends a birthday with those he'll guys, never forget. Right? He'll never forget that birthday as oh, long as he lives. He remembers it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? We talked about it on his 50th birthday. <laughs> yeah. Steve Wynn's. Have you kicking. ever mastered the uh, tablecloth trick? Have you? Oh, no. That yeah. wasn't my intention. Uh, no, he's still working on it, though. <laughs> yeah. The whole part was to spread chaos. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. mission accomplished. Well, I mean, you could probably do it without any dishes. Yeah. Well, that, would, that would be no fun. We well, you know. I, I noticed, but here's the funny thing: is is that it was a Japanese restaurant. They were all little bitty sake glasses. <laughs> I mean, even if you had the thinnest silk cloth, you, you could do it. Boy, yeah, you yeah, right, 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 right. Sake yeah. glasses. Well, you know, I noticed that the uh, the uh, Midnight Cowboy is is uh, all stationed, and he's got a tablecloth over there covering all his shit. So maybe <laughs> Car- you might want to take another yeah, stab yeah, at it before exactly. the end of the night, Carlo. Exactly. Oh you know? man. You know, so, we have, go ahead. Carla, we're here at the ring room, in the famous ring room in New Orleans, and there's, uh, I'm a member here, and it's, they have like workout stuff and stuff like that. And up on the very top floor, there's a boxing ring. And yes. your father was a boxer, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. What was his name? Joe Nucio. Joe Nucio. And he, and he was a champ, or was he a champion? He was a middleweight, light middleweight champ, yes. Wow. Of the world, internet? Yes, of the world. Okay. And wow. he, he, he lost his, um, it's kind of interesting, you know, I mean, uh, as is the fight game, you know, it's kind of mafia connected. Yeah, well, that's and, what I wanted to get towards. Yeah, and, uh, it all worked out. And uh, he fought a guy named Walker. And uh, there, there was also not a lot of film of fighters back oh, then. Yeah, so yeah. nobody could get a book on him. Right, right. So nobody could keep a book on you and say, oh, he's got this, he's got that. Right. So uh, this guy, I think it was Walker was his last name. Texas Ranger? For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he walked into fair, one man. of my dad's Kicks. left uh-huh. and, you know, KO. Uh, and uh, the rematch, the smart money was on uh, my father, I think. Right. Okay. And he was asked to take a dive. He said no, and he got, and, and his opponent, Walker, uh, they had risin on his gloves, and his eyes swole. And oh, geez. he got a Blinded detached retina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It. it was it was horrible. Jeez, yeah, it was man. a mess. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I I've seen some photos that you've posted over the years of your mm-hmm. father, and it's always in the ring. And you know, this is the ring room, but there's a boxing. Yes. There's a boxing. That's ring why this upstairs. is called the ring room. Yeah, right. uh, have kind well, of a boxing yeah. thing. I kind of put you, that you together. You picked that up. Yeah. It took me a while. I didn't think it was like kids digging so, in dirt. So, but it took me a while to figure. But it's a it's a big Italian. It's a big Italian mobster thing. It's a big Italian mobster yep. thing. You know, yeah. it's like it's like Raging Bull. It's like you're gonna get your shot. You're gonna have to take a dive a couple times to get the, your shot. The Broad Theater. Uh huh. That's right. where my father used to train. Oh yeah, that was a boxing gym. I remember that. Yeah, beautiful. And and you're Sicilian. You're, all the same Mary. Folk. Now you know we we, we always uh, keep track of, or I do anyway. Uh, 
there's only been one or two guests here that have not been recipients of a Catholic high school education, or, or rather Catholic religious education, which in you as well are, are one of them. Mm -hmm. um, you are, however, the first guest who, that we've had or first person appearing on the show who is sober. So, so uh, you know. <laughs> well, you know, that's a, that's a state of mind thing. Well, uh, you know, I, I, if you mean that. But is it religion a state of mind, too? Alcohol or drugs, yeah. That. Right, well, you're still nuts. No, I get it. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. No, I can see the look in your eyes. <laughs> He's fucking out of his mind. You know, I. Are uh, we filming this? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're filming this right now as we speak. I, you know, I, I like to compare the podcast to it's, it's, it's like an AA meeting, it's all the fun of an AA meeting minus the sobriety. Yeah. So, and you don't have to get your card signed at the end of the meeting. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, if you're on a program and you're trying to yes, get, you know, yes. on probation, well, that's you only if you're trying to get your freaking driver's license. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but you know, my dad, under... my dad was Italian. He was a guinea from the east, <laughs> oh. and. Um, he, you talk about boxing it in the month. It sounds like an old song. He was a guinea, <laughs> a guinea from, the from the east. And his dad was a singer, too. Yeah, well, that's it. My dad was, was, you know, dealt with the mob. He was Italian. And he wanted to be an opera singer. Hmm. And he was a very good, he was a baritone. And <laughs> well, all of a sudden, he got approached. He got approached by the local mob boss to be a soldier. He says, ah, yeah, 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 come be a soldier. And my dad opted to be an opera singer. Because he figured, you know, I'm a soldier, I have to fucking, you know, I'm going to probably die for the big guy, you know, whatever, sure, you, know, sure. you know, get shot, have to do thankless the dirty, job, yeah, thankless yeah. job, you know, mm -hmm. I could work my way up in 20 years, of, but he wanted to sing, so he, he took singing, and the family, the mafia family and his neighbors said, fine, 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 and to this day, uh, my mom goes, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> we could have been really connected. You <laughs> could have been really connected. Exactly. <laughs> rookie move. Rookie move. Yeah. You know, you're in tight singing. You know, Paviati or whatever the fuck it is. Well, I I have these vivid recollections of my father not coming home for like days on end. Now, mm. one of the big rackets of of the mob at this particular point in time, I was born in '60. Yeah. So say you know '65 now. Yeah. One of the things they do is like, you know, sailors pull up in boats and one sailor comes into a bar and says, I want to get in a card game. Right. So my father would grab four or five of his friends. Yeah. They'd all be in the cow, as uh -huh. they say. You yeah. know, they'd all have, you know, the same money. It's right. their money. Right. Yeah. So they would just sit there and deplete uh -huh. this, this poor guy. sailor. <laughs> and this poor sailor for the last six months of work. Yeah. And, you know, no matter what they lost, you know, unless they lost it to the sailor, which there's hardly a chance right, of that. Right, right, right. Um, you know, they'd split it all when they were done. Right. And so it, it might take a couple of days. It might take a couple of hours. Well, he got a, probably a weekend furlough, and he came in Friday night, and he right. was broke by Sunday. So I have these recollections of, like, you know, pre-dawn, and my mom waking me up going, come on, let's go. Go look for your dad. Yeah. And I go, what? And she goes, stay on your footies. I want to, you know, she, she was like trying to make a statement. Right, you know? right, right. So she'd take me and my little brother and my little sister, uh -huh. and she would drive to the cart house. Uh. And they would, they would bring us in there um, through, you know, one opening, and then it'd be a dark room, and then uh. you have to find your way. Uh -huh. There's, There's a password. Room. There's a password. No, I mean, well, actually, this particular time I'm speaking of, there was a guy with a broom outside sweeping. Uh-huh. And she goes, where's my husband? And he walked us around at his door, and he goes, She's in, he's in there. Uh -huh. 
We open that door, we go into a dark room. By the time you get through the second door, there's no light. So me and my little brother are feeling around for flip locks and yeah, stuff like that. And, the door, and they put them on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, the hinge side uh-huh. or whatever, you know, <laughs> just to make it hard on the police to <laughs> right, get to Right, them. right, right. So, we, you know, you, then you're in another room and another room. It's like, you know, it's like a haunted house, you know, for a kid. Sure. You know? And then finally... The door opens, and there's my father sitting under one of those little galvanized tin uh, lamps, lamps uh-huh. you know, just counting the money, with a bunch of other guys smoking cigars. Right. And you look across the room, and there's the guy with the broom uh-huh. standing by the bar. So he just went right back around and went through the actual entrance. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, so, and my mom would go up and go, ciao. You didn't give me the money for these kids' lunch. And boy, he goes, Shirley, here. You know, like pushing right. a bunch of money. And, right. And she'd leave happy. Oh, okay. Well, he, well you know, she was everyone, easy to please. Yeah, as long know? as everyone's happy. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's all that counts, as long as you're happy, you know? So, yeah, the New Orleans was totally mobbed up at that time. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, I had relatives who, who you know, were not, you know, n- not in the mafia but you know they were in the bar business they you know they have a run a book out of the bar right. or something well, you to know. lock the lock down the location it is now south park music hall that's the building that we went to oh okay wow yeah wow and nice. it was honeycombed with rooms yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you've seen a lot of stuff i'm not sure how much we can talk about here but uh i don't care oh, okay. all, you know, well, I mean, well, is I, it is it true that uh that you know you you have some inside knowledge of the uh the of of lee oswald lee harvey oswald he's he's known as you know um, there's some weird things now that i'm not going to talk okay about. all right okay, okay. <laughs> just take a pass on that yeah. um uh, but your name is Carlo. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I know a couple of other uh, Carlos who, <laughs> yeah. whose father, who's, who are also of Sicilian um, yeah. ancestry. There's, there's and, a few of them. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's odd because the... Uh, My father the, knew of... The, the, yeah, there I, was at least a very, one other Carlo. very famous Carlos that, that uh, was very prominent. He was a Carlo, too. Oh, it was he? Yeah. Uh, okay. After a weed bust. He, cha- he put the, he had, the yeah, police the report. They put Carlos. Oh, I didn't know that. And he okay. became Carlos. Okay, I did yeah. not know that. Okay, so yeah, you're. And uh, I, I uh, actually asked him once. I said, you know, in my name. I said, I said, you know, do you get upset that people call you Carlos? He goes, No, baby. You always know who your friends are. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, right, right on, yeah. right on, right on. So listen, I um, speaking of. Um, DUIs. <laughs> I read. I'd almost <laughs> forgotten we were speaking about that. No, I uh, I, I digress because um, I remembered a story about a guy who got a DUI while driving in a parking lot. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize that was possible. I thought it was a, private property, you know. Well, apparently, if there's you know, it's like a little strip mall, mini mall kind of thing, okay. and there's a bar there. Yeah. And the guy was driving, you know. Okay, yeah, I could see that. He got pulled over in a parking lot. It must have been really in bad shape. Yeah, I just bringing that up okay. because no, uh, that's, that's bad because luck, man. We're parked in a parking lot right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, we are. I know Barry Flippin, who's a drummer friend of mine. Okay, uh, he's he's dead now because of pro- he was in a parking lot. <laughs> shenanigans. No. no, he uh. was actually parked in a parking stop uh-huh. at um, a welcome center. Oh, one of those... In Mississippi. Oh, okay. And it was cold, so he had his engine running with the heater on. And he was just resting? 
And he was, well, he was knocked out drunk. Right? Okay. But uh. still, because his keys were in the ignition yes. and the motor was, right. in, yeah. you know, yeah, running. If, you, if you're just there, that's, with, that's against the law. Yeah, yeah. If you take your keys out of the ignition, you can be in the car. Correct. So, right. you, so you can freeze to death yeah. and you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Been there, almost done that. Yeah. <laughs> Been there, almost done that. Damn, fridge door shut. But anyway, I'm getting getting back to um, California and SoCal days. Yes. Um, I got an email recently uh, from this this company that wanted to give me um, coupons for toilet paper. Okay. <laughs> Go on. So I, I was reading I this. I, I was reading this. It was like. If you use more than three rolls of toilet paper a week, we're the company for you. And download these coupons for toilet paper. I was I'm like, change your what diet. the fuck is this, man? I don't use... Oh, the sandpaper toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Recycled sandpaper. Yeah. They're great. Exactly. But then I started thinking about uh, bowel movements. Oh, jeez. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I came to mind. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, you happen to be the guest. You make but this very brief, man. No, 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 no. This is, okay. this is good. This is okay. good. This All is right. gold, baby. Okay. This is gold. Okay. Um, no, I started thinking about uh, bowel movements and growing up and being a young man in California, Southern California, and you probably met a lot of these, the, the hippie types, the, the, the very the natural, organic type of women and stuff like and guys and stuff like that. And I remember dating, meeting this girl who was an aerobics instructor and, and seeing her for over six months, and she was just this hard-body chick. And she was healthy, you know, healthy to the nines. And she actually was one girl in my life who got me healthy for a few weeks, you know. Okay. But... She would always talk about your BM, how oh, your BM had to be healthy. Oh, you know, what is a healthy BM? And, and I was like, I don't want to talk about this shit yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just, I don't care about this stuff. And then one morning, she wakes me up. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. She wakes me up. And she walks me to the bathroom. She opens a little toilet and goes... That's a healthy BM. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no. And then you left. You packed up and left that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait to hear where this is going. <laughs> like, well, did she make you like put one beside no, it so no, you can no. AB oh, them or oh, something? Geez. I just no, said... No. You said this was I gold. Yeah, yeah, this was gold, but this was not gold. I, oh, you know, if it was gold, but it then could, it would but be. But apparently, but then what happened was... Apparently, I, I started think I started talking to more people about this. Uh -huh. You know, she had showed me this, and I said, oh, "You've got to flush this." Yeah, yeah, yeah please don't do this. But again. apparently, a healthy one is like light in color and floats. This is what I was told. I don't know. It's, we have to move on. Uh, no, moving on. No, well, I'm a troubled guy. I'm a troubled guy here. This is what the show is called. No, about. I'm troubled. You know, but then I started talking to more and more people. Like, you know, who told me who agreed with her? Flea. Okay. Flea, our friend Flea. Yes. He said, oh, Manny, she's totally right. That's, that's a healthy BM. I was like, dude, you're like, one, you're like one day away from, you know, on the foil. You know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like, what do you know about healthy BMs? And then more and more people started telling me about this. So, okay, you don't want to talk about this? No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, but no. She, she just kept on going, look at it. Look at it. You see, look at it, Manny. You know, I, Live it. You see, love it. This just proves everything <laughs> I ever thought because I thought the porcelain scuffers were the guys, you know. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Go. So, you know, Manny and I went to, uh, to see Public Image last week, and we recapped that in the, the, uh, the past. Yes, yes, I told Carlo about it with that incessant uh, bass drum 
uh, Marshall bass drum beat. But so last night I went to see the Breeders at the Civic. Oh God! You know really? uh, Kim Deal, Kelly Deal, yeah. Breeders. Yeah. Um, we know the deal. You know the deal. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, which is a band I love, and. Really? It, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I love that. I, I love those guys. Okay. And, uh, I'm fond of them too. Great band. Um, so anyway, they I, remind me of one of my BMs. But uh, go ahead. So uh. I, I have to take all the shit talking I did about the Civic back because it sounded fantastic last night. They played below the threshold of blowing the room out. Um, they didn't have a noisy backing track. The only effects they had were, you know, a couple of uh, of guitar booster boxes and uh you know like a a, a, a trans uh what do you call it a uh dispatcher's microphone for kelly to sing into oh, on a couple that's, of songs that's you know always good. yeah yeah but so they they played it i mean it was still like loud enough to be totally rocking but it was so clear there was so much uh oral space you know it it sounded really wonderful man i was i was thrilled it was it was a thrilling night i brought my daughter my wife and my daughter and i went we were standing right in front of the speakers which i thought that that's going to be blistering it wasn't they didn't i don't they didn't even have the subs on they just had like the you know the the the, the high speakers on Sounded great. You're dating yourself now. Oh, I, we always do. We always do. You know, that's, I'm, I'm the best date that there is out there, you know. So, you know, of course, so wait, I'm dating you myself. sat in front of the speakers last night, but last week you were up in the balcony. Yeah, well, it was so punishly, punishingly loud last, last week. And, and I started off sitting in, in the balcony uh, yesterday, and then, then I got a text from my, my family who said, come down. Actually, this is very funny. My wife goes, we're stage left. And I said... She doesn't know what stage left is. <laughs> I, I didn't even go look. So you went to stage I, right. I, I went to stage yeah, right. I didn't course. even go. And, and I told her, I said, oh, by the way, sweetie, this is stage right. <laughs> and I said, and I didn't even go look on the other side. Because right. I knew. Yeah. Why, why would you want to throw that term around anyway? Stage left. Hey, it sounds good. <laughs> I know. I know. Especially from a wife. You know, <laughs> like if my wife went, baby, I'm stage left, I'd go, that is so sexy. <laughs> well, my wife's very sexy. She's a sweet girl. Well, you know? speaking I of... I think kindness is super sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially considering well, us. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, so Carlos is... is uh, we must congratulate you. Yeah. You're you, newly you, married. You've never been married in your whole life. I never thought it would happen. You somehow found the needle in the haystack without burning the haystack down. Or maybe you did burn the haystack down, but well, you found the needle. Well, that's how I found the needle. That's right. That's right. You know, that's yeah, my right. song. It's, it was you know, glowing red. Yeah, that's right. It's, that's right. That's right. Um, he, he has the the most lovely wife. She's so sweet. I can tell she's so kind. We've only met a couple of times, but she is such a warm person. I think when dealing with me, it's a prerequisite. Yeah. Well, know. no, it's good. It's you know, there's somebody for everybody, and you found like the, an amazing person. That um, congratulations, Indeed. man. I couldn't be Thank happier you. for you. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I have a little bit of uh, You seem really happy about that. <laughs> you know, I, I have uh, some pearls of wisdom I like to drop, and this kind of brings up one of them. And, and it is that, you know, if you're married to someone or in some kind of serious relationship, unless you're beating on each other or you were absolutely insane when you got together, um, you know, you should probably try to ignore any momentary dissatisfaction uh, that you may be feeling with each other, you know, weather that storm. Because, you know, however, however uncomfortable it may feel being inside the room, 
it's way worse on the other side of the door, man. It's way worse when that door closes. And, and don't argue about BMs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, you please know? don't yeah, show them. Yeah. To, don't just keep the bathroom yeah, door closed. Door what goes closed. on in the bathroom is is only your business. It's not it's not appropriate to. Uh, well, this was a girlfriend. This wasn't my wife. Well, she was, was trying to not get married to you apparently because you know well, I wasn't going to marry her anyway. I was like twenty two years old. I'm not okay, fucking well, marrying you know, her. You know, I did a <laughs> construction know? worker out there. Yeah. Okay. In, in California, and she was just a. Amazing, amazing yeah. woman. And then I found out that I had about nine friends that thought she was amazing. Oh, there, okay. you well, yeah. there you girl. go. Friendly girl. She was kind. You know, yeah. and, and I was kind of slutty. You know, hey. normally that wouldn't be a problem if I didn't know the nine people. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, exactly. you know, then it gets a little too uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Really? You know, yeah, yeah, him? Young, really? You know, you're like you have two lives, I believe. You have that young man's life, and then you have the old man's life. And the young man's life, who gives a fuck what happened, man? You know, yeah. do all the drugs you want, fuck all the women you want, all that kind of shit. Cheat, do long all that. As long as the heart can kick yeah. back in, long you'll as be it, okay. yeah, just keep beating, man. Just and then give you, me the electric yeah, paddles. You know, my old man used to say. This is my old man used to say when I was 15, 16 years old. He said, "Fuck as many women as you can, fuck as many women as you can, because one day there's gonna be the one woman you fuck." And you're going to fall for her or whatever. And, and it's all over after that. It could be when you're in your 20s or your 30s or your 40s or whatever. But fuck as many women as you can. Okay, pearls of wisdom for Manny. You know, that's well, that just, was my dad's yeah, pearls of yeah, wisdom. No, and good. I did. I tried to fuck as many women as possible. You, yeah. know, you yeah. know, I'm glad you brought up dads. Yeah. Because my father once told me something that I, I still haven't been able to come to grips with. And I, I think I'll share it with you. Yeah, yeah, please. My father said to me repeatedly over the years, he goes, you know, you're always missing perfect opportunities to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> and that is still the case. And every once in a while, I'll be like mid-sentence, and that's, that's, the sound of that sentence will blast yeah, right. so loud in my right. head yeah. that my ears start ringing, uh -huh. right. and I still can't. Stop. Can't stop. I know, I know. Yeah. I know. We have that in common, all three of us, I think, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'll say things, even though I know it's going to not go over well, but I, I just, I, 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 I so look forward to the way it's going to feel coming over my lips and teeth, you know? So mm -hmm. the, this, it's, I'm so impressed with my own cleverness or something that I just can't resist. Yeah, but I'm uh, a firm. Even, even yeah, if it's going to blow my whole situation <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay. You know, you're going to go home and the wife's going to be sitting there going, hmm, mm hmm. No, mm -hmm. not here. I'm, not, I'm just talking about like in, you know, in yeah, a social well, situation. Well, any so, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yep. I'm, I'm a firm believer. You know, Carla, like you and I and Manny, we can say anything in front of each other, but, but the rest of the world does not agree with 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 a lot of those tenants, you know? There's a lot of things you can't say in front of other people. Well, you know, there's one thing you got, uh, that I'm really starting to realize now that when I was a really, really young man and my old man would tell me something, he wasn't an old man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he was younger than you are now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, exactly. That's you what, know, that's and, what and you go... About. Wow, that guy was like a prophet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. You see no. it all coming. <laughs> yeah. See, when, when my dad told me that when I was 15, he said, fuck as many women as you can. I was like, oh, you're embarrassing me, Dad. You're <laughs> yeah, embarrassing right, me. Stop, you know, I have a hard on right now. No, anyway, <laughs> and, but then I realized, like, you know, 10, 15 years later, he, he was telling me that when he was, like, 
45 years old or something like that, you know? <laughs> right, right. And he, he'd, he'd been around, as they say, of you know? Course, sure, you know sure. He was an opera singer in tights, man, and the right, women right, right, dug right. that, yes, you know? So he yes. tried to do as much as possible. So it's like, you know, gung-ho, yeah, I'm all down with that. You know, I'm down with that. Yeah, it you prepares know? you for your, uh, your declining years. You yeah, know? well, it gives you those listen, it's, it's, listen, when I get declining, I'm going to get worse, man. I'm going to be that guy in the, in the chair going... Who the hell put this in my soup? You know, <laughs> you know just say right. You think I'm troubled now, Renee? Just wait twenty years. Oh from no, I now. know. Well, I wanted to start early so we'd have, we could we'd be yeah. really good yeah. by the time my, you got I, super troubled. Yeah, I, I told my father once. I said, Dad, you know, I, I I play drums. I think I'm gonna get a van. He goes, Oh, you want a steaky wagon? <laughs> what? And I said, What's that? He says, Pussy. Oh, <laughs> went, yeah. I, I was taken aback. I was yeah. like, how, how could you possibly think I, I want a vehicle to get laid in? <laughs> I, you know, oh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, drums. Fuck the yeah. drums. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, so on that, you know, I yeah. couldn't wait after that. Right. You know, I was like, I got to put the drums inside. Yeah. Go out. So you became, uh, <laughs> load the so you became, you so were, you were in safe. cahoots with Lobianchi in the Hollywood Hills, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Me and my partner. In the, in the van, yeah. Me and my partner. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, know, you want to talk about the, you know, the yeah. ultimate embarrassment, right? <laughs> when you and your partner walk in and the Night Stalker's in there, you have to say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Leave, just back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good times. Look it up. Look, look it up, people. <laughs> so you try to get out of town, you go up to Seattle, and you rain on Ted's parade. Yeah, there right. you go. That's right. There's only room for one serial killer here. So, so Carlo, are you thinking of having kids? No. <laughs> uh, no, I'm thinking about buying a house, but I'd oh, like to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Speaking of houses, mm-hmm. you, you, I just want to put this out to the nation. Carlo Nuccio did a solid for me a few years back. He, he was a witness on some uh, paperwork that had to, do, to happen that led to the addition of my house, which is beautiful now. It's got the nice yard, the wraparound porch, it's which you can, sleep, you can sleep there. Yeah, Manny, you Manny we, we, we were touring it today. Manny yeah. said, Carlo, if you ever need a place to sleep, Day, yeah. feel free to sleep on my porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very generous. My first thought was, can I bring a few friends? Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Marion, <laughs> you know, Marion likes, you can set up a porch party, a band yeah, there, you, you know, go. we got power out there and stuff like that. But I just want to put a shout out to you and the nation that Carlo did a solid for me when I, when my neighbor was supposed to do it and then he backed down. Because he didn't feel comfortable. He didn't feel comfortable being a witness. Like, yeah, he didn't want to be a witness. Thought he was going to have to go into witness protection, uh, yeah. possibly after that. Uh, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. and Carlo came through at the last second. And, right on. Uh, and now it looks beautiful. Yeah, he came back in the clutch, and and it was a it's a beautiful thing. So uh, yeah. Good why don't work, we take a, Why don't we take a piss yeah. break or a drink break? Yeah, yeah. You need a water, right, Carlo? Yeah, could you use one. Yeah, yeah. and Carlo's uh, gonna do some jumping jacks and yeah, uh, some and, other calisthenics. Uh, if you want, we'll do we'll do a few rounds upstairs. Yeah, yeah. You you, <laughs> you you have some you have some boxing training yourself, don't you? Uh, I'm never was very good at it. Yeah, but you probably got a pretty uh, probably a wicked jab, double jab. Oh, mm. I, I, my, I was taught how to punch, but yeah, you well, know, yeah. when you're standing at a speed bag, and your dad goes no, 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 and he starts throwing left, left, right, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, right, putting his head in there uh-huh. and doing stuff, and the bag's going so fast you right. can't comprehend how many times it's going back and forth. Right. And you go, all right. 
I'm not a fighter. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, okay. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> but you <laughs> are good man. at you are good at getting knocked out. Uh, <laughs> knocked out loaded. Uh, well, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. All right, Actually, something something I've for uh, part 2. Been a few yeah. of the both. Yeah, yeah, right on. All we'll right. be right back. And we're back. <laughs> back back in the ring room. You have such an FM quality voice. Oh, uh, well, you know. It's got some kind of quality. <laughs> <We're back. laughs> I don't know. With mellow rock. Yeah, you know, it was kind of weird when you were telling me earlier, like, you know, get closer to the mic and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, man. I'm the freaking singer here. Yeah, well, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm watching the... I'm watching the uh, He's the, watching the, the levels. Meter. I'm watching the levels. levels so, and yeah. You have an advantage. Here, here's what's hap- what happens. I know it happens because Manny and I are sharing a feed for our headphones, so ours are lower. Yours is hotter. So you're, you're thinking that you're louder than you are because <laughs> you're hearing yourself really well, but I'm just watching the, the VU readout, so that's why I'm telling you to... Well, you know what the good thing about that is on the technical uh, side? Go ahead, go ahead, because Carla will always tell you what... (laughs) You have total independence to boost me as much as you want. I actually don't. The way I do it, I don't. Oh, I, I, I don't. Well, actually, I could. Now that, yeah, now that yeah. you mention it, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. now that you I say thought you'd come around, now that you say that, yeah, yeah I figured it out just yeah. now. <laughs> you know, I'm a. Uh, I'm a little slow on the uptake, Carla, but... Uh, it's all right, Renee. You know, We're here for you. I know, I know. You know, actually, it just, just reminded me, like, looking at your eyes, you were looking at me straight on, and was, it, I was remembering, uh, we told the story of, of us being in Engelberg... Oh, my God. Uh, ...before, with, with Jeff Treffinger was a guest. Stefan Asher. The French Brut Springsteen. <laughs> Stefan Eicher, yes. Um, so, Carlo and I were called up uh, in 1998... We were recruited to, to, it was almost like being inducted into the foreign legion of musicians, you know. We, <laughs> we, we were brought to a, a, a ski village, an alpine village in remote Switzerland. Engelberg? Engelberg, which stands for Angel Town, you know, that's what it means. We were and brought to drink with the village idiot. <laughs> <laughs> we had we did so much weird shit there. Oh <laughs> so much God. weird shit. So we're staying in this hotel owned by the family of the manager of Stefan Eicher. Martin. Martin, yes, yes, yes. So this guy was like a rock star? He's, he's a huge star in in France and French Switzerland, you know, French speaking part of Switzerland. And by, the, and by the way, if you're ever up there and you want marijuana, it's Analog. If you want hash, it's solid state. Solid state. Okay. Yeah. All right. 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 Which, well, I which, like some right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, we, we had to avail ourselves of it. You know, we were making a record. So what the fuck? So yeah. we actually took over the the municipal, like uh, whatever that was, the town hall, if you will. And we built a studio into this giant cavernous room that sounded like dog shit. And. <laughs> Watch the greatest Beavis and Butthead moment of all time live. <laughs> Which is, go ahead. When Malcolm totally destroyed the monitor system. He like, yanked all the shit out and yeah, threw, the, threw the mixer. the board at the ground. You know, fire and Classic, electricity uh, arcing. Sparks, and, sparks yeah, shooting out. great. I mean. Classic Malcolm yeah, Byrne moment. We love you, Malcolm. Yeah, oh, we shout out to love. Shout out to Malcolm Byrne. What a fucking talented guy. <laughs> He's up there, uh, upstate New York, uh, yes. Hudson Valley. He does a fantastic radio show. Have you, have you, have you seen uh, or have I you have heard not. that radio show? I have So not. Malcolm, every Sunday, he does like a two-hour 
a radio show. It's a themed show. He started about the same time that we did. He's got about 25 shows out. And it'll be like, uh, like recently it was like all Arab music for two hours. Or it'll do like, uh, you know, um, Rudy Van Gelder. Just only Rudy Van Gelder uh, Recordings, you know, and and or you know, like uh, Escoville or something, you know, themed things. And I was hoping when I started listening that it would be Malcolm playing these and talking about them because Malcolm is, is quite eloquent and and loquacious mm-hmm. as well. Um, he can talk a blue streak, but he doesn't talk at all. He introduces a thing and he just plays two hours of straight music, and it's all great. That's classic, Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't do do what you expect. But, what you're but we witnessed do. him due to that Midas board. Yes. What I'm sure Tesla would have loved to do. Yeah, yeah. Edison. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, good times. Manny? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just so we're back in Engelberg. Back in Engelberg. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Back in Engelberg. So, you know, we, uh, we talked about the Cowbell Club, you know, the, the, on, on the podcast, having, like, all the guys from the, from the village would get together once a week and do this cowbell practice, and they have these giant cowbells that are, like, 18 inches tall and, you know, 12 inches by 14 or something, and they have these big clappers in them, and the way you play them is you have to walk in a certain manner and you swing the cowbell on your side they take a step they take a step they have a certain step and they would have two different type of cowbells so and you're like have walking like cattle they, well the in order they, to you they, see some bills bells are larger than others right. so in order to get the bell to hit i mean the the thing the that, clapper yeah, yeah yeah the clapper to you hit you gotta the really bell, swing it you gotta really you, yeah. yeah but you gotta swing it and you gotta in know rhythm. the motion yeah yeah for the rhythm to actually play music because each person's carrying two different bells. So Engelberg was recording this stuff? No, they were just doing it for us. Oh. No, no, they, they did it every week and it was oh. like a way for the... Oh, okay. It was, it was, a way it was for the, part of the, the session. I was, thought you guys were out there recording. No, actually, some we, <laughs> we log or solid state. They, they brought us to witness it and then it was the one of the loudest things I've ever been... You know, in 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 the company of because it was in a closed thing. Now they do this. This this dates back to the time when they'd have a saint's day, and they would do a procession from whatever village you were in to the church of that saint, and they would walk with the priest from the town, and uh, and they would have these a cowbell procession. So they'd okay. go in a straight line. But to practice in in the it was really like in the the equipment. Depot, like where they had all the heavy equipment for the for the town, like the backhoes and bulldozers and shit that they would use, generators, and so. But it was a small room, so they would walk in a circle, okay. you know, to practice. Okay, and and they would have like a standing wave that would get set up that was just mind-boggling. You almost it would it would rattle your inner ear. You'd almost lose like balance, lose I, your balance. I left before the whole thing started. The Did leader you? hosing got to me. Yeah, <laughs> it was too much leader hosing. Yeah, it was just you didn't want to see what the next yeah, development right. was. It was yeah. like no. So no. who Bells are you, who are you recording with? Engelbert? Uh, no, no, Engelbert Humperdinck. No, we yeah. were with uh, Stefan Eicher was the artist. Stefan Eicher, who uh, was the Engelbert of Sweden. He's uh, the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, it's Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen of Sweden. Uh, uh, no, no, not uh, uh, Sweden, man. It starts with an S. It's Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland. And, and France. And France. The, the Swi- you know, because Switzerland is it has like a German part, a French part. Yeah, and an I Italian know. I've part. been there. Yeah, right, okay. yeah. So this he this guy was a star in France and maybe Belgium, French part of Belgium and. And, uh, and the but he French was the Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Uh, yes. Oh yeah. Huh? And, and he would use these bells. No, 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 no. no. It's just something 
thing that they brought us to while we oh, were okay, doing while you the were there to in get inspiration. Yeah, just because it was something you would never see anywhere else, and it was a, like a cultural thing that they did. It would be like bringing somebody in New Orleans to a second line, sort of. Like a really you, white second line. You know what sticks out for me <laughs> What's about that, that trip? Is there was this bar we would go to yeah, yeah, every after night, right? <laughs> we go to this bar. It was just and down the you road. know, God forbid you should order a martini because you're going to get martini and Rossi over <laughs> over the rocks, yeah. ice, you know. <laughs> um, so we just martini ordered vodka, remember that yeah. vodka straight, and we drink it. Right. Well, one night the bartender's telling us, "Look, you know, there's these rough guys. They're a biker gang. They're coming." It's like, you know, they're on their way here. And uh -huh. I'm like, I mean, he didn't say biker gang. He says they're a motorcycle club. Uh -huh. And they had bells? You know? Yeah. No. But <laughs> They came with bells on. Yeah. But, you know, I, you know, I was going outside and smoking and enjoying the brisk weather. Right. And here it's they November. come. They're pulling cool, up. Yes. And I'm like, you know. I, I once almost got in a fight in a bar in, in Minneapolis with some of the, you know, sicko, you know, crazy one hell's angels. Right, right, one percent. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, that almost happened. So I'm like, oh, shit, I better get inside. And, you know, I put my cigarette out and I turned and they were already walking toward the door. And one of them held the door for me. Right, went, right. Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were Swiss, and, Swiss and they bikers. Were, yeah, they were very sweet. Yeah. And before the end of the night, you know, I had like a little triangular patch yeah. that said, you know, biker group. Uh -huh. And I was like, so biker group, well, I thought y'all were like tough guys. And the bartender says, yeah, there's just no word in our language for gang. You know, but they were the, they were like buying us drinks. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's more like a Very, club than a gang. Yeah, like, yeah. Just musicians they, from New Orleans were yeah, were tougher than anybody yeah, yeah. in Switzerland. You know? The biggest point of conversation was, so, you know, how can we get some Levi's, man? Right, right, right. You know, can, you, can you get us some Levi's? Could you ship? Can us you some get Levi's? us some American pantyhose? American <laughs> pantyhose. What the? I, I, that was a crazy trip, that was man. Crazy. Crazy yeah. trip. And then Dylan tried to. Buy me a date with that girl if he could watch. Oh yes, that was very interesting. Not yeah, not Bob Dylan, another another Dylan. It's not yeah. spelled the same. Yeah, yeah they okay. they would uh, they would leave our rooms. We would leave our rooms open. The doors unlocked, not open, but unlocked. You know, we just close the doors to the hotel because we were the only people in the hotel. Yeah, and I think you, you could told the story where you woke up in the middle of the night and and uh, and this fellow was standing in your room. <laughs> Sitting, <laughs> sitting in your room, mm -hmm. and you and you sat up quickly, and you said, "Hey, man, what's up? You want to s smoke some hash or something?" And he goes, "Yeah, sure, why not?" <laughs> and you're just yeah. trying to figure out what the fuck was going to happen. That next. guy was a bit of a weird guy. <laughs> uh, he's an interesting, interesting guy. Very talented, very talented. There musician. was something he wanted. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he had his eyes on Carlo. Mm -hmm. Carlo's a lot of man. He's a lot of man. Uh, so I, know, heard. I, I finally caved in when he offered to buy the girl for me if he could watch. Right, right. And I just said, man, you think I don't know what's going down here, man? <laughs> you want me in that so that you can come get in me, man. This ain't going down like that. <laughs> Very good. Some of, some of your father's advice stuck. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. right you know, Unless there's a van, I'm not doing this, right? to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless there's a van, really I'm not doing anything, shut. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> for drums. It's just for drums. Just for drums. Well, what's with the upholstery? Um, yeah. uh, that's for special Was it a Chevy drums. van? Right, right. Was it a Chevy van? It was a love van. Like oh. Sammy John's. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was a Dodge love van. 
So listen, guys, yes. it's getting late. Yeah. Uh, my birthday is in about four days. Oh, okay. And I'm going right. to tell you one of my Hollywood birthday stories. Good, good, good. Because I have many of them. Okay. But this one is really fun for me. Um, I was, God, I think I was turning 32 or 33. Okay. And the girl I was seeing at the time, um, she, she made me look at her piss, not her BMs. Okay, well, anyway. I, 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 I can handle that. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Man. Had to bring it back. Yeah. It's <laughs> ruined. Right. Right. But her, her best friend was an agent, a Hollywood agent, who handled like C-list actors in the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, we're talking like, you know, Radar O'Reilly, you, okay, know, sure. you know, people like that. From MASH. Yeah, from MASH. Clinger, Radar. you know, you know. <laughs> But uh, well, Jamie Farr, Jamie Farr, okay, you know, right, right. and you know, and quite a uh, quite a storied career. Yeah, don't, don't shit the, she, on Jamie Farr. She she handled C list actors. Okay. You, know, you know, it was like Broadway Danny Rose for her. Sure, sure, sure. You know, but she did get one of the greatest birthday presents ever because I'm a huge Get Smart fan. Oh, Get sure. Smart. Yeah, yeah. Who Don Adams. Yeah, yeah. Don Adams. Oh, yeah. Agent Barbara Feldon. Barbara Chief. Feldon. What a piece and of And the, there was Siegfried. Remember Siegfried? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was the Nazi who, oh. who was the head of chaos. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. The head of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. With a K. Yeah. Yes. And it was played by Bernie Coppell. Uh-huh. Who's also Doc on the Love Boat? Yes, exactly. Okay, you but know, very good. W- when I was finding those locks could... in that poker house, yeah. I would always think of the doors and, and get yeah, smart. Get smart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I don't yeah. know if I said this before, but uh, she, my 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 friend's friend, got Bernie P- Capel to call me up and leave a message on my answering machine on my birthday. As Siegfried. Wow, nice. Saying, Manny, this is Siegfried from Chaos. <laughs> we will not take any shoop, shoop, shoop foot from you. And he did the whole, he did the whole, whole Siegfried thing. Oh. Wish me happy birthday. And I had it on one of those little, remember those little mini cassettes sure, on your yeah. answering machine? Yeah, yeah, mini cassette. I had it. And I don't know what happened to it. Wow. And that guy's gone. Yeah. Well, no, I, don't, I think Bernie's still around. No, he's gone. Is he? Okay. No, he may still be around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, his career's gone. Yeah. Well, his yeah. Career's he might, might be ready for a comeback, man. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. listen. Hey, any casting directors out listen, there? Listen, you know, Nation. Don't, 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 if, if, don't, don't sleep on Bernie Capel. Years okay. ago, I met, when I first met uh, Harry Shearer, it was at Tinker Street okay. in upstate New York. Um, which oh, I got Harry Shearer story, and uh, and I, I said, Harry, will you do me a favor? And you know, I had one of those big remote devices to trigger my home phone in Los Angeles. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, yeah, 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 I yes. said, will you put an outgoing message <laughs> on my answering uh-huh. machine? He goes, sure. And I put it on there, and he goes, he goes, yes, this is Ben's. And if you're making a call at this hour, you're probably on company time, so make it quick. <laughs> and, and he hands me the phone, and I hang it up, and I go, you've done this before. He goes, all the time. All the time. There you go, yeah. There you go. Very accommodating yeah. guy. Well, Harry Shearer, I remember meeting that guy back. He lived in Venice by the yeah, boardwalk He at the sure time. did. Mm. And I was, as a, I was a PA, I was a, a little peon for HBO, and I had to go deliver a script to him at, at his house on the boardwalk and I drive all the way out from, from Sunset Gower Studios to his house to deliver a script. I'm making uh, 20 cents a mile and 30 bucks a week. That's how bad it was back then. And 
I knock on his door, opens the door, and it stinks of cat piss. <laughs> Just God. cat piss. He goes, come on in. I go, yeah, I'm here to drop off the script. He goes, yeah, come on in, man. Come on in. Uh, and he's a fucking slob. This guy's oh, the biggest man. fucking slob you ever want to meet. And there's like 14 cats. Wow. Okay. And 50 cat bowls. And it just reeks of fucking cat You know, piss. we've all had tell our me, moments. Tell me, know. do you have 50 cat bowls for 14 cats because he <laughs> gave know. them an assortment? Of, <laughs> yeah, of he's a generous guy, man. I don't know, but, it, you know, so uh, he's, a good, he's a talented guy. He loves sure, New Orleans. Sure he does Very love talented New Orleans. Guy, man. You know, uh, but you he's know fucking... next time I'm on the show, we're going to talk the entire no, time. No, that's never going to happen again. We're going to talk the entire time about uh, the, the, the years I spent as Harry Dean's Stanton's uh, Stand uh, music arrangement. <laughs> sorry, Carlo. I'm sorry. We're, we only have one one show for you, man. I don't think oh, I have much more to say. I don't, I, don't, I don't think there's much more here. I think we've plumbed the Well, you know, I was Harry Steen's... I was one of the guys who... I was Harry Steen. I was Harry Steen. I was Harry Dean Stanton's one of the guys who wrapped him in duct tape and robbed his house in Hollywood Hills. Oh, no. okay. No. It, all, it all comes out. It all comes That's out because I showed you where it was, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. No, I'd been up there because we did a reading for Repo Man 2. Yeah, I remember ah. that. We did a reader for Repo Man too, and yeah, he's a good podcast. guy. Harry's a great guy. He, he brings scratchers, right? Bring scratchers. Yeah, bring scratchers. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into Harry Dean's house, bring scratchers because he loves scratchers. He likes to give them a lottery, that. lottery ticket. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I don't. I didn't remember that. Yeah, well, that I know was, you just bring him a pack of silk cuts and he'd be happy. Yeah, smash okay. the corners too because he didn't want him tearing his. Pockets. There you go. Wow. There you go. Wow. There you go. Nice. There you go. Carlo, what's your name again? Carlo. Hey, that's it. that's it. I'm like Sharon Madonna. I just use one. Yeah, yeah. It's all you need. It's uh, you know, as Carlo, you know, like it's anything, an Italian thing. Anything that would happen, he'd go. I'm Carlo. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like any any justification oh. for anything, you go. I'm Carlo. <laughs> Renee, I'm so glad you brought that up. Before we close tonight, I moved to New Orleans in 2001, and <laughs> I bumped into this fucking guy at um, some uh, Le Bon Ton. You were playing with Alex. Uh-huh. And Royal Finger Bowl, and I walked in, and you were like in the middle of a set, going. All of a sudden, you stopped and go, and you said Manny Chevrolet. I think I said Manny fucking. Chevrolet. Yeah, you said Manny fucking <laughs> Chevrolet. You're in the middle of a song. I mean, Alex was singing, and you were just drumming, and you just stopped and said Manny fucking Chevrolet, and then we went on a run for about a few weeks and that's so famous how you said that right, Renee, right. because I would say Carlo come on man let's go and you kept on saying I'm Carlo <laughs> I'm Carlo <laughs> Carlo you just won $800 on that video poker machine why don't you walk away I'm Carlo. It's <laughs> not what I do. It's <laughs> not what I do. It's not what I do. I mean, and that was the other lifetime. That was another lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I found that so hilarious, and I'm glad Renee brought that up because oh yeah, I'm not making this up, people. Yeah, he's so, Carlo, based on real life. Yeah, and, and that's know, not Yolanda. Who are you? Oh, where's Yolanda tonight? Okay. Well, she can scrape the chairs with the best of them. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but um, I'm so glad you brought that up because yes. I, I'll always remember that. It's like 4 a.m. sitting in a video poker machine 
watching him win $800 and then lose $800. Oh, no, I've seen Carlo like $500 <laughs> up and then 10 minutes later he goes, Renee, give me $100. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I give it to him because he's Carlo. <laughs> yeah, because he's Carlo. No, he owed me 100 bucks. He came back from a tour. He goes, here, Manny, here's 100 bucks I owe you. And right. all of a sudden I gave it back to him. Yeah, right. Because he's yeah. Carlo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me that $100 again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me that $100. I think the line was, it's Carlo. It's it was always it's Carlo. It's yeah, Carlo. It's Carlo. Yeah, yeah, that's that's better than. See, it's like it was like my alter ego. Okay, right yeah. on. Right All on. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you've been outstanding. You've been very forthcoming. Uh, we will invite you back on. Um, you know, you, you had a bit that you wanted to run, which you which you would say, ninety um, percent of what I've said tonight. Is uh, is is all lies? <laughs> but they're, it's all clearly true. So yeah, there's you know we're gonna have to do it next time. We'll yeah, we'll, right. we'll get more outrageous. We'll we'll get into some deeper, more outrageous stories, and uh, you can judge for yourselves what's true. And and if you have any Carlo stories of your own that you want us to touch on, write into the Troubleman Podcast. We have a Troubleman Podcast Instagram page. We have a Troubleman Podcast on Facebook. Um, and so right to Twitter. Us. Are we on Twitter? We're on Twitter. Yes, okay. Trouble Podcast on Twitter. Okay, um, we're active on all those things. Uh, uh, you know, write to us, like us, review us, rate us, friend us, fuck us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Kill us <laughs> now. <laughs> you know, easy for you to do what you will. Yeah. All right. Well, nation, remember, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good night. <laughs>